The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good morning, everyone on the West Coast, and good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast. I am Patricia Raskin, bringing you a terrific show on Voice America, America's Voice. My guest today is Mary Ann Robot, and is, is it Robot or Robot? Robot. Robot. Okay. And her, she is the author of Engaging Your Power, Using Your Divine Energy to Have the Life That You Want. Mary Ann Robot worked in the high-tech sector for 20 years in different roles that were primarily focused on enabling people and businesses to see and realize their full potential. She decided to leave corporate America to pursue her own intuitive and healing gifts. Over the course of more than a decade, she has studied with a success coach, several shamans, and various Eastern spiritual practitioners to shape and hone her own approach to energy healing. She's a widely esteemed energy healer, shaman, coach, and runs the Robot Center for Advancement of Energy Healing. This offers healthcare services to patients and trains people in energy-based healing modalities. And she is in Lincoln, Mass. Welcome, Marianne. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. Well, how did you decide to go from corporate to spiritual? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Um, I, at the time, I was in corporate, and I was doing organizational transformation and change management. And one of the things I noticed was that people had the biggest um, concerns around change, and it was incredibly difficult for people to live in the unknowing of what is next. And that, 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 the idea of what is next intrigued me. So I started to go on my own spiritual journey around what is next for myself as well. And um, that's how I started to shift. And then what prompted the total complete shift was, um, I had triplets. And after the kids were born, I went back to work and I was working 70 hours a week and I thought, uh, you know, this isn't why I waited so long to have these children. So, so I, I left corporate and started out on my own. Oh, well, that's exciting. Now, you said something in the beginning that I really want to delve into, and that is most people are afraid of change. Don't you think that's very typical? I mean, even those of us who embrace change, many of us find it scary. And you don't know what's coming around the corner. I do. I do find it typical, and I also find it creates the most stress in people's life. And as we keep evolving as a society, we have less and less that that we know for sure anymore. That's true. Um, and less and less is out of our control. So it's really 
um, important to help people learn how to cope with change, create ways in which they'll feel comfortable within the change, mm-hmm. and then even look at some of their resistance to change, like what is what is blocking them really from the change. Now, you have a three-part process that you developed in the book. It's called the Success Triad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's effective for long-term transformation. Explain that. So one of the things that I noticed through the 10 years of working uh, with people is that some people made rapid changes and shifts in their life and really started to, to live from purpose and have the life that they wanted. Well, others seemed to be doing the work but kept getting stuck mm-hmm. or um, kept sort of falling back a little, taking two steps forward and then going back a step. So as I um, was doing my work, I started to analyze what was going on with those that seemed to achieve pretty quick success and those that seemed to take much longer periods of time. Mm-hmm. And what I found was that if you are worry, if you are you, that you really need to work in these three domains, you have to work around your belief systems, you have to work around your energy system, and then you have to work in your manifestation system. To only work in one of those domains, you may have some change, but it may take a while. And mm. so, um, that so was explain really that. Ex- give us an example. So give us an example of. Let's see. Uh, well, there, the three common areas, of course, are health, relationships, and money, or right. business, or career. So let's take someone in relationship. They oh, are they're stuck one. in relationship. They're not sure what to do, and they mm-hmm. come to you. How right. do you work with them on the three levels? Give us a practical example. I, I will give you a very practical re- uh, example. So I had someone recently... Um, who came in that was very clear she wanted to be in relationship. And as she was talking to me about wanting to be in relationship, what she could articulate was those things that she did not want to have in relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would say, I don't want this or I don't want that, rather than I do want. Mm-hmm. And so the very first thing was um, that we focused on was changing the language because our thoughts, if you're always thinking about the negatives of what you don't want to attract, that's what you end up attracting. So you really need to shift and have your thoughts focused around the positives about what you do want to attract. Then what would happen is she would attract relationships, um, but she couldn't stay in the commitment to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And we talked all about commitment and what it meant to her, and we tracked back. So this was a, a, the piece around the belief system. We tracked back to early on in her life, and uh, at that time, her parents were having all sorts of marital um, conflicts mm-hmm. and distress, and mm-hmm. her mother used to say these, uh, I would call them toss-away comments, that for little kids, like they might be a toss-away comment for an adult, but for little kids to hear it, they can make a profound impact. And mm. she would do a toss-away comments of, oh, all men are not worth this trouble. Uh, um, oh, relationships are so difficult. You're, you're better off going it alone. Mm. So, mm-hmm. again, those were like toss-away, like she would say them in the heat of the moment and then sort of move on, but for a little child that's, really absorbing and creating what their belief is about in this world, they take that as a point of fact. Mm -hmm. And that's what this woman 
in her unconscious. So I talk about what conscious beliefs are, like those that we know. In, in so she didn't realize she was doing that is what you're she saying. She had no idea until we really drilled down into her beliefs. And I probed her around, well, tell me about uh, the kinds of phrases you heard. Tell me about the experiences you went through that suddenly she remembered some of these phrases. You know, they kind of started to pop into her head. And that's how she was holding relationships. So even though she said she wanted one and we changed the language so she could attract a relationship, she still had a whole series of these unconscious beliefs that were saying relationships weren't worth the effort, men weren't worth the effort. So we worked on um, first making all of those unconscious beliefs conscious and then um, changing the um, thought process around that. Um, so that she would get clear on her own beliefs around what was important to her about being in relationship. So she created a new set of beliefs for herself. Now, coupled with beliefs, there's, in everything that we do, we have energy that's attached to it. Everything. Every thought we have, every interaction we have, there's a form of energy that goes back and forth from us to another person. Mm-hmm. And also from us to within us. So as she was going through these difficult experiences with relationships and with men not really showing up the way that she really wanted them to, she was stuffing down her energy around disappointment and lack. And even when she was in early childhood and she saw her parents fighting and struggling, and she made it, she held on to that energy too. So, um, So that's all part of the belief part. Well, no, that's part of the energy part. You look at the beliefs and you say, so where does that energy reside in her body? Mm-hmm. And what I do is I work within the chakra system, and we have seven primary chakras, and each chakra holds different kinds of energy within our body. So I went to the relationship chakra where we where we connect with people. I went to the heart chakra where we also hold our love and our emotions. And I looked for, scan the body for blocks, and um, and then release the energy around the blocks. And that and really, so really now made she a difference had a for her. energy field around it. She had a new set of beliefs, and she was affirming something in a positive way. Did you see a difference, or did she feel a difference shortly thereafter, Mary? Oh, yeah. oh! It, can I tell you it was dramatic? Within two yeah, months, tell me. Um, within two months, she met she met her partner and they've been together for a while now and things are going well and now now what she's struggling with is being in relationship all of those things that you know she might have heard um uh, she had preconceived ideas about what it was like to be in relationships. So now we're looking at that belief system. So what you did is you helped through this success triad to release the blocks. Yes. First you said in the belief system, right? Yes. And then in the energy system. Right. And what's the third one? The third is the manifestation system. And the manifestation system is getting really, it really consists of three things. Really being clear on what it is that you're, you're desiring in your life. Being able to put out there what it is that you're desiring. And then also being ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. So for instance, for her, she was able to articulate in a positive way the kind of relationship she would like to draw into her life. She was also able to articulate in a very positive way um, uh, um, how she wanted to show up in 
the relationship as well. And then she just waited and looked for, I always call it, look for evidence of it coming in. Look to see who's showing up. Look to see who's uh, ringing your doorbell, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Look to see who's ringing your doorbell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, very important. All right, so let's look at, there was another example in your book about a person, it's more a work example, who was going to be senior vice president and kept sabotaging himself. Oh, yes, yep, yeah. And um, I don't remember exactly what that the case study was about, but um, I've had, <laughs> that's one of the common ones around work is that people get to specific levels, yeah. and and then they might have dreamed when they were little. They could have dreamed big or they could have dreamed small. Right. They he came dreamed. to you to find out why he couldn't advance further. Right. And in every company he joined, he'd work hard to get ahead and get promotions, but when it came time to really be up there, like as a senior VP, he would leave the company or do something to sabotage his career. Right. So that's, you know, and then you had to get into how he was unconsciously holding himself back. Right. Right. And because he was a fear, he was afraid of success. Hmm. There was some of that where it was um, fear about success. There was some of it around um, being more successful than his father. There was, there was a lot of different, um, mm-hmm. what I remember about that was that there was a lot of different um, challenges that he came for. And the other, the other thing was he couldn't see himself as um, being at a certain level within a company. And I think that was also a challenge. Like, so what does a senior vice president mean to you? And, um, and so we... It was the exact same process, Patricia. You, we explored his belief systems. We saw what kinds of thoughts he was having about his job and about his relationship to, to these, um, these different roles and to success. And, you know, it's really interesting because you think about, well, doesn't everyone want success? And you would say yes on a certain level, but we all carry, again, some unconscious beliefs that tend to sabotage ourselves mm. when, when, we don't, um, when we see ourselves in a way that we haven't yet imagined our lives. Yeah. So for him, too, we had to do a lot of vision work on imagining his life mm-hmm. as full as it could be. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you, um, when you work with people, Marianne, do you work with people over the phone? Or do you work with them in person? Uh, is it many sessions or one session? How do you work with folks? Um, it's all of the above. For the most part, I work with people either in person. I'd say I have about a 50-50 split right now. 50% okay. come to my office, 50% I do over the phone. Um, it does not matter because energy is non-local. So as long as I mm. know how to tap into energy, I could tap into anyone's energy wherever they are. Um, and so, people that usually have a challenge in their life, like they, they really want to change their relationship with relationships or their yes. relationship yeah. with money. Or their, they tend to be more longer term. It could be three sessions. It could be half a year, depending on what they want, they're desiring to bring into their life and how far are they from that actually happening. 
there are other people that come in and I, um, they're, they're quick. Like we, they have a very specific issue. Like I had someone that came in, really wanted a mate. We did all this work around, um, the person's mother, the relationship to the mother. And within two sessions, it was done. It, we cleared it all out, cleared the energy of it out, created a new belief system, and she met someone. So it really depends on, where you are today, what it is that you want, and how far you are from that place. Yeah, yeah. And I think also from what you're saying, you can probably tell when you talk with someone, Marianne, where they are. So it might be just an energy adjustment. Like, for example, you might talk with someone who knows. I'll give you an example. Where let's say this client came to you and says, I know that I've been sabotaging. You know, I know I want the promotion. And I'm, I know what I'm doing. I'm watching it and I'm seeing it and I've had help. And yet I'm getting, I'm getting closer to getting the job. I don't want to sabotage this time. So if you're working with somebody that's closer to understanding that, it probably doesn't take as long. Am I right? Absolutely. Right. In fact, I, I love, I have a lot of clients that have been in therapy for a long time because they are so articulate about what they have, what they know about themselves that when they come in, we don't have to sort of bring that articulation right. forward. We could go right. right into, okay, so you know all this, and yet you haven't been able to make change, so let's look in the energy field and see what kinds of energy Excellent. blocks you have. Right. And then we can release the energy blocks. You can hold this new vision of yourself and see what changes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so people that tend to be able to articulate very quickly what's going on for them, um, we move very fast. Yeah, which is really terrific. All right, now in your book, let's talk about your book, and we want to tell people how they can find you. Um, They can log on to your website, which is? It's the robotcenter.com. R-O-B-B-A-T-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And you can either work with Marianne to have a reading with her or a session with her. Uh, also, do you do workshops and webinars and seminars? I do. I do um, workshops. We're just growing into the webinar experience. But um, for now, we do um, group workshops in Lexington, Mass. And what I did offer was um, when people bought the book, because it's, it's packed with as much information as I could put around the different exercises to do the work, and if you, if anyone's having um, trouble going through the exercises or they're finding they're still stuck, I um, offer it on my website for people just to sign up. There's a free coaching call every other month. And what I'll do, I mean, not every, twice a month. And what I'll do is the person can come on the phone and say, you know, I'm on this exercise and it's not quite working for me. Is there something that I, else I need to be doing? And I'll be happy to do group coaching because my whole intent of putting this book out into the world was to really say what are the most impactful things that I know how to do and then how can I get that to other people so they can do them for themselves. Which is excellent. Right, and I know that you have several exercises here. There's an exercise about your energy field and understanding it. You have something called play ball with your energy field. Yeah. And then practice reading your own aura and locating your own energy blocks, which is very interesting that you can teach people how to do that for themselves. Right. Well, I, I've been teaching healing school for about nine years now, so I've taken a lot of the things that I've um, taught in my healing school and put them in the book. 
so that people can learn how to do them for themselves. So explain, let's, uh, we have a few minutes left. Let's talk about how you play ball with your energy field. I think that's so interesting. Oh, <laughs> that is fun. Well, so we, we're all energy, so everyone is made up of energy. And what I'd like to, what I like to teach people first is just to sort of feel and sense their own energy. Like, do they have, and, and everyone's energy is different. So is the energy robust? Is it easy? Does it flow? Does it feel dense? Does it feel strong? And um, so play ball with your energy is just around focusing um, is focusing on the, the center of your hands, really, and just putting all your focus there. And what will happen after a few minutes is you'll feel like a little buzz going on in, in the center of your hands. And what I do is I ask the people to cup their hands right in front of their chest. And what happens is the more attention they put in the focus of their, their palms, their hands will naturally spread out. And this is what you're experiencing that moment is when your hands begin to spread out is that you're, you're building energy in a certain locale. So now you, you begin to see, oh, I see now how my thoughts create new energy and how just by focusing myself I create energy. And then what I do is I have them move the energy from one hand to the other hand to show that energy um, is movable. It is changeable. So they get the sense of what their energy feels like, the expansion of their energy, the decrease of their energy, um, mm-hmm. and then how to use it. I used yeah, to teach this uh, a trick in business. Like if you're really overwhelmed with all the different meetings that you have to go through, in the morning think about all the places you need to be and send your energy ahead of you. Like, really mm. think about those people, think about the conference room you'll be meeting in, and send your energy and your intentions into that space. Like, the meeting goes mm. quickly, we're productive. Mm. You know, if you have certain agenda items that you want to get across, you get them across, they're accepted, whatever it is. And it, that is one of the most fun exercises because people can see immediate results from that, learning how to send your energy ahead of you to almost mm. pave the way for you to then show up and things go a lot quicker and smoother. And you do that by just visualizing yourself there? You do that by visualizing yourself in the conference room and then being clear on your intentions. Mm. So if you have a, a, a meeting in which you want your budget approved, you might visualize yourself, you'll visualize all the other players, you'll meet them in the energy, you'll tell them why it's so important that they approve your budget and what you're looking to do with this budget approval and how it might help the company. Mm-hmm. And then you see them, you visualize them all saying, yes, we approve, <laughs> And you see them. And then that day when you show up, when you actually show up and walk into the budget meeting, you'll notice that you won't have to talk about so much because you've already informed them in the energetics about what the budget is. And it doesn't matter. All of us are energy readers. Some of us are just trained on how to read energy. Interesting. Now, you talk about locating your own identity and energy blocks so explain that, where you put your hands and where you can feel the energy and where it's blocked. So one of the things that I do is um, ask the people to think about, uh, first of all, learn the seven locations of your chakra and um, 
like from the base chakra, which is at the root of your spine, to your solar plexus, which is really right by your, re- I mean, not your solar, your second chakra, is, which is by your reproductive um, organs. Mm-hmm. And your third chakra is by your solar plexus and your heart chakra and your sixth is by your throat. I, I go through with the people and ask them to get clear on where their different chakras are. And then ask themselves the question, what is it that I'm struggling with now? Because what will happen is if you get clear on your question and ask it, what is it? So if I'm struggling around relationships or I have a health issue, I might say, where does an energy block reside in my body around that health issue or relationship issue? And then you bring your hand about four inches away from your body, move it up your body, and see where it automatically stops. Mm. You know, most people don't know this, but our bodies are giving us information all the time. Mm. <laughs> they want to communicate with us just like we want to, to know how our body is feeling. So wherever your hand stops, know that's where an energy block is. Okay. And then, and then we talk and then about... How do you, and how do you... Um, how do you move that? How do you clear it? So it's about, um, um, it's like ladling soup. It's about ladling out or scooping out of your center that block. So say I'm going up and it's about relationship and I can't get past my solar plexus. What I will do then is stop and cup my hand and pull the energy out. Even if I don't know what I'm doing, I just fake it. I'll just pretend mm. like, okay, I can feel this energy. I'm just moving it out. And I bring my hand to my solar plexus and I pull it away. And with, with my pulling it away, I'm pulling my intention. The intention is I'm pulling this energy out and I'm dropping it over here in this, this, um, this bucket, this imaginary bucket. So you pull out all the energy, and then you think positive thoughts, again, about your relationship. And you imagine putting all of those positive thoughts and energy into that place where you just pulled out the negative energy. Mm-hmm. You put the positive energy in. Yeah, so important. Marianne, we've come to a close. I could have you on for hours. It's so well done. Uh, let's tell people, please, to get your book or to call Mary Ann Robot for a personal reading of how you can clear energy, how you can use your divine energy to have the life you want. Her book is Engaging Your Power, and you can log on to robots, uh, robotcenter.com, correct? Right, yeah. Robots, so She can work with you in person or by phone to help you clear energy blocks and can show you uh, her sis, her success triad so that obstacles that seem insurmountable disappear, you know, particularly if you want to change career, make more money, attract long-term committed relationships, resolve body image and health problems, and transform negative emotions and situations into your life into positive, uplifting states. You can work with Mary Ann Robot. Thanks, Mary Ann. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, it was wonderful. All right, stay tuned, folks. Um, Next week, we will have another great show for you. So remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Bye for now.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.